Hi and welcome to this episode of Sass and Sips, where every week we will be discussing and dissecting an episode of Lost in Order. We are your hosts. I'm Lisa. And I'm Agnes. And today's episode is the 23rd Psalm. What are you drinking today? My special coffee. Me too. <laughs> like, you know, listen, since we've been doing this early in the morning, I can't drink, like, I just can't drink, drink. It's too early for me. I wait till, like, afternoon to drink hard liquor. <laughs> I mean, it's, for me, it's not that early. It's just, I don't know. I was still nursing my coffee. So I, you know, I just doctored it up. It's like, woohoo. <laughs> mm. Works for me. So, anything you want to say before we get into the episode? Nope. Let's just start it. Okay, but I did enjoy. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this week's. Episode. Don't get excited though, Lisa. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> All right. In flashback. Nigerian guerrillas descend upon a small village. They grab a small boy and try to force him to shoot an old man. The boy hesitates, so his older brother takes the gun and shoots the man himself. The guerrillas... Uh-huh. I'm sorry. When this scene aired, I was like, oh, he did some Katniss I volunteer as tribute shit. Like... <laughs> We took all <laughs> that was exactly what he did. <laughs> Sorry. The gorillas are pleased with this and ask him his name, to which he replies, Echo. The leader says that Mr. Echo is a born killer and takes him, leaving his brother and the other children behind. Echo's cross is torn from his neck by the leader, who says, You won't need this anymore. Yemi picks up the cross as Echo rides away into the distance. Many years later, Echo has become a powerful warlord in Nigeria. He meets with a drug dealer who is trying to get a large quantity of heroin out of the country. Echo offers to do him a favor, buying the drugs at a ridiculously low price and spiriting them out of the country. The drug dealer, the drug runner reluctantly agrees before he leaves, however, he tells Echo, it's true what they say about you. You have no soul. Echo proceeds to slit the throat of the man and his assistant, but lets the man's sons live, saying, tell all your friends that I let you live, that Mr. Echo let you live. Now a grown man, Echo visits the church in his hometown. A woman outside is trying to st sell statues of the Virgin Mary to raise money for polio vaccines for the village. Echo's brother Yemi, who has become a priest, appears from the church and greets him. Echo asks him for a plane because only foreign and missionary aircraft are allowed to fly out of Nigeria. He says he will fly the drugs out of Nigeria away from their people and give his brother the money for the polio vaccines. His brother tells Echo that he still loves him, but he refuses to help. Echo later approaches his brother again asking Yemi to sign papers that will make Mr. Echo and the two other men priests so that they can fly the, fly the plane themselves. His brother refuses at first. Echo tells his brother that if he does not obey, he will, he will not hurt him, but his two friends will burn the church to the ground. 
His brother reluctantly signs. Echo and his two gangster friends are dressed as priests as they prepare to board a small plane at a landing strip near the village. They are interrupted by Yemi, who drives up to the plane and begs Echo not to leave. He insists Echo will die if he gets on the plane. Yemi is soon followed by the Nigerian military. Echo's two friends open fire at the military and one dies in the firefight. Yemi tells the military to stop, but he gets himself shot. Echo carries his brother onto the plane and tells his friend to get in. His friend does, but kicks Echo away from the plane before he can get in. As Echo watches the plane carrying his wounded brother fly away, the military approach and mistaking Echo for a real priest, ask Echo, are you all right, father? You want to, you are all pixelated. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm pixelated. I, you know, it's funny because I feel pixelated. It's funny that you say that. Okay, so, so my Obviously, my first thought was like, okay, Katniss. All right. But um, also, as you're reading and um, that scene where he's doing the, 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 the negotiations and I don't know where you got it from, but it's like from, from boy, boy, from warrior to drug lord, from warlord. And I want to show you the notes I wrote while we were watching it. I don't I know if you can see. Oh, you can't. You can't see no. it. No, because it's kind of pixelated. Pixelated. Well, I wrote from boy warrior to warlord. I said it's funny how. Okay, I'm on the same page as whoever wrote that. Um, I feel like a couple of things. I'm gonna bounce back and forth. So I'm just going by my notes. So what was it? Six hundred episodes ago. When they first found the plane. <laughs> yeah, just about. And we thought, right, we're like, oh, was, like, oh, like, we're like, oh fake priests, you like to smuggle because they found the they found the priests and the cross and the Bibles and all. Like, oh, fake. So, like, okay, so we we're right and we were wrong. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Yemi wasn't a fake priest. He actually was a priest. So, we were he, right. right and wrong, but we were still right at the same time. Mm-hmm. And remember last week we were talking about Nigeria. I'm like, yeah, he's talking, and you're like, well, that. I'm like, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it was mentioned at one point. Yeah, because when um, when Boone Before and Locke this episode, when yeah. Boone and Locke found the plane, um, Locke mentions that it's Nigerian currency. Okay, so maybe that's why I assumed she was Nigerian because it was like stuck in my. It was in there, and I the just seed didn't was already planted. It. Yeah, and it, it was subconsciously planted because you're like, well, how do we know that? I'm like, well, I don't know how I know. I just know he is, but that's how I know. Cause I feel like I'm going mm-hmm. crazy. Um, yo, dude thought he was killing Echo by kicking the plane, and then fucking crashed. <laughs> I was like, look at you, calm as a bitch. But and they, and and his brother said it. If you get on this plane, you'll die. And had he gotten on the plane, he would have. But I think it's, it's this is going to the. I think my next point has to do with it made more sense when we get to the island. Okay. So what are your thoughts on the flashback? What do you want me to say? I don't know. 
Because you, you have something to say about what I said, and I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> tail. Yeah, um, just like going by. Um, I, I do have... I, I have stuff that includes the flashback, but I'd rather wait till the end. Copy that. I think most of my stuff is connected to the flashback. It's a little confusing. Sometimes I confuse myself. Like when I write my notes, I write my notes as we're watching the show. But as we're talking about it, we, you know, so it goes back and forth in the show. So my notes go back and forth. Yeah. And a lot of my notes have to do with, you know, so it's kind of hard. I get a little discombobulated well just because um a lot a a lot of what i want to talk about does focus on his flashback but but i want to talk about it afterwards because there's another element from the on island stuff right they're in conjunction with it so yeah no gotta wait but yeah so let's go on okay on the island claire introduces herself to echo and sees that he is whittling scripture into the head of his club she says he should talk to Charlie about religion, given the Virgin Mary statue he has been carrying. Echo is surprised and demands to see the statue. Claire tells Echo it's just a statue, but he breaks open the statue and shows Claire the heroine inside. Charlie denies he knew what was in the statue, but Claire doubts him. Echo demands that Charlie take him to the plane where he found the statue. Charlie takes him to a tree and claims that he found the statue under the tree. Echo becomes upset and demands that Charlie take him to the plane. And Charlie notices the scriptures on the stick Echo carries. Echo got real serious real fast. He was like, mm-mm. I'm not, not having shit. Okay, We're not so doing this. Take me to the plane. <laughs> I love the calm Echo. The, you know, he's trustworthy. Something about him that that it makes you calm, it makes you trust him, and I and you want to you want to follow where he goes. Mm-hmm. But old Mister Echo, what? Like I love watching that. I love to see the snippets of the man he became during the war in Nigeria that he was a part of. He's like the he's. I find he's one of the characters. Is probably one of the most perfect personification of yin and yang. That I enjoy watching. When they were going, and Charlie thought he was cute, and Echo is like, what? What did I say? No, no, because you and Charlie thought he was cute. I was like, yeah, yeah. it was funny because yeah, I was he's thinking like, the same thing. Yeah, he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I found it right here under this tree. And Echo is like, Echo really wanted to be like, stop fucking with me. Echo was like, take me to the plane. And that's when Charlie was like, oh, shit, he knows. Like, he knows. And um, and then when they were talking about when Charlie was bitching at him about why did he tell Claire? And he's like, well, I didn't want her to get the wrong idea. And he's like, oh, but if you knew what was inside, then what was the wrong idea? Idea, if you didn't know. Right. So you can't fuck with him. <laughs> Mm-mm. You can't get one you know over what? on him. Not to, I'm not romanticizing his life at all. But reality is any position of power, whether it's legal or illegal, murder, whatever it is, you have to to be good at what you do. I hate to say this. You have to have, you, have, you need to be a master of logic. 
and calling out bullshit. And apparently he was good at what he did at being a warlord mm-hmm. <laughs> or a drug lord or whatever it was that he was. Yeah. So he, you can't, like, I don't, those are skills. He has a skill. I, yeah, but that was it. Good night. <laughs> I'm babbling. Just call me Brooke. You're breaking up so bad. This is not good. Is Does it come out when you're doing the recording? Yeah. As- up to damn yeah do you need me to repeat something no not now not yet repeat no i mean we'll just keep going but if anything i'll just let you know meanwhile Locke teaches michael how to use the gun but i have a question because in the last episode or one of the last episodes when Michael got in there and Jack wanted to go after everybody with guns and he's like, you know how to use this? And Michael's like, yeah. Hey guys, we are here with an update to our scheduling. We just wanted to let you guys know that from Memorial Day to Labor Day, we are going to be going back to every other week publishing schedule. Okay, say something witty here. Witty? Because actually, as you're talking, because you kind of, I don't know if it's witty or not, but you sounded very sex kitten when you said, hello. I was like, oh. Agnes is at a loss for words, apparently. (laughs) I know, it doesn't happen. This is like a 30-second promo, and you don't have words. But okay, the point is, From Memorial Day to Labor Day, we're going to release our regularly scheduled lost episodes every other Monday. Maps will still be every two weeks, and Spotlight will still be the first of the month. And then after Labor Day, we will go back to lost being put out every week, just so that we can be able to spend a little bit more time with our families and enjoy the summer. So that's it. That was the update. Did he give him a gun or a rifle? Did he give him a handgun? I feel like they were all rifles. I don't. You know. Maybe. I think so, too. Yeah, I forgot about that part. And now Michael is like, oh, can you teach me how to use this? But, and like, not for nothing, though, because it's one thing if Michael was trying to get over on Locke, but Locke was there when it happened. So... I have, I want to, I want to, I want to, I have a thought on that. I don't know if you want to wait to it. I don't know you want to do it now. It's or, up to you. I think um, Michael took, I think he was trying to get, I think it was recognizance on his part. He was trying to see what, what's, what's all in there. Like, I think he used opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think the difference between I can sh- I know how to like shoot the gun and get it to work as opposed to I want to be able to shoot this and use it okay. efficient against you know okay. that, so that maybe makes sense. like I need to know what the fuck I'm doing right mm-hmm. maybe and I also think he was trying to do some reconnaissance work like what's all in there what like how do I get in there what's in there what's yeah whatever yeah I mean that that can definitely be it too. Oh, maybe I just forgot. 
it could be something as simple as that. <laughs> the writers forgot what they wrote. In no, episodes. but <laughs> I, I have, I also have another theory. So okay. we'll get there. Okay. Oh. Um, Waiting with bated breath. Michael asks Kate if he can have her shift at the computer. She agrees. Michael types a message to Walt, but the computer won't take any input. It comes on by itself, displaying dead. It asks Michael, it, sorry, it asks if Michael is alone, but before he can say any more, Jack arrives. Jack talks to Michael, saying that everyone cares about Walt, and as soon as they can, they will go bring him back. When Jack walks behind Michael on his way out, the conversation has disappeared from the monitor. Isn't this way too convenient? Okay, everything about this show is fucking convenient. Let's be real. Okay. But yeah, it, 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 it that's what annoys me about this show. And I'll get to that's actually in my notes for today's conversation. <laughs> okay. Charlie takes Echo further into the jungle, complaining that Echo ruined his relationship with Claire. And Mr. Echo shouldn't judge him because it was his brother that got him addicted to heroin. Echo and Charlie find a parachute in a tree which leads to the corpse of the Nigerian man dressed as a priest that Boone and Locke had found. He opens the man's shirt. The dead man wears no cross, but instead has a gold tooth, which Echo touches. When he realizes it's not his brother, he says a prayer, telling Charlie the man saved his life. Charlie loses his way, and Mr. Echo tells him to climb a tree. Charlie reluctantly obliges. While he is in the tree, there are explosions in the jungle and the black smoke that Jack, Locke, and Kate once saw arrives. Mr. Echo stands his ground, despite Charlie telling him to run. The black smoke approaches Echo. Echo stares fearlessly at the cloud for, for a few moments, and as the camera passes through the cloud, there is a chattering noise. There are dark images flashing inside the cloud. Images which are from Echo's past, the man he shot, his mother, his brother, a church, and a crucifix. The black smoke pulls back and disappears. Did you catch that when you were watching it? The yeah. images? It's a I little did. bit, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit hard to see, but yeah. Echo and Charlie find the plane. Echo finds another corpse inside, opens its shirt, finds the cross around the corpse's neck, and weeps. Echo tells Charlie that the man inside is his brother. He gives Charlie a Virgin Mary statue for the one I broke. Charlie asks Echo if he is, in fact, a priest himself. Echo pauses, then smiles softly and puts the cross around his neck. Yes, he replies, I am. He burns the plane, reciting Psalm 23 from the Old Testament. Charlie joins him in the recitation. At the beach camp, Kate gives Sawyer a haircut. Jin introduces son to Ana Lucia and presents her with the fish, and Hurley helps Libby set up shelter, both glancing flirtatiously at each other. Finally, Charlie apologizes to Claire, but Claire tells him to leave her and Aaron alone. She did the island version of kicking his shit to the curb. Right? <laughs> she said, to the left. I have so many left. notes on this fucking episode. <laughs> I got a lot of notes of the show. On this episode, I don't know. Where do we start, lady? Hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Oh, I put, I'm so sorry. I got, I I, no, it's fine. I'm I got sorry, like one more sentence. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Charlie goes into the jungle and opens a hiding place to reveal that he has seven additional Virgin Mary statues. He places the one that Mr. Echo gave him with the other seven. Okay, now I'm done. Where do you want to start? Okay, so I, it's like at the beginning of the episode, I remember thinking, it's so it's so funny. I feel like right now in this moment, I always knew that Echo was connected to the plane. That's why, like, in my memory, if you were to ask me, I would be like, oh, yeah, they always knew. But I see in my notes, I wrote, what the fuck Echo knows about the plane slash drugs? I was like, oh, like, that's at the beginning of the on island story. I'm like, so wait, I didn't always know that. It's just funny how your mind works. Mm -hmm. Like, you have, like, little snippets of, of supposition. They were right. You're like, okay, I always know. I always know that you. It was a guess, but you happened to be right. But it's kind of weird. I'm looking at my notes. Like, wait, I didn't know. My my thoughts are like, it's weird. You're gonna have to like guide me because my notes are kind of. This is a hard episode in the sense that my notes on let's say the flashback directly coincide at the present time and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So I really don't know where to start. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. That like that there seems to be more tightly in, ingrained my thoughts. Like my thoughts on one has to do with what's happening on the island because mm -hmm. it's weird. As opposed to the other episodes we talk about, I can talk about the flashbacks separately than what's happening. You know, this Make it together, but you could talk about them separately. This episode, you can't. Does that make sense in an Agnes kind of way? Definitely in an Agnes kind of way. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure in any other kind of way. I just feel like like the flashbacks and the and the on um, island episode. Um, they just really one without talking about the other. No, like, it, by I notes think I right now it's just that you're um you're breaking up a little bit. I'm oh I'm pixelating. <laughs> I like saying that. Yeah. Got because I'm a loss. I think for me, there's two huge themes. Okay, the first one being bigger than the second one. The first one is the brother theme. Moses and Aaron. Yes. Yes. But you also have Echo with Charlie who have who have both complicated brother relationships brother involving drugs. Right, because when this when um Charlie goes, um it's my brother's fault. It's it's but whatever. My brother did this, the brother did this. What right. are you said about the brother? And Echo <laughs> had a second where he's like, he, wait, he thought he was yeah, talking about himself. He, 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 he thought about him and his brother. But he blamed his brother for getting him into the drugs. Right. Whereas. But, and then versus yes. Echo, who was the one who was pushing the drugs, but at the same time did everything that he could to protect his brother. He did. He really, really did. Like, he would have been, because if things happened differently, it would have been, it honestly would have been switched. I honestly believe, it, Yemi would have been the one, and Ed would have been the priest. 
because they, you know, the fact that, because you always wonder what if something different happened, would my life be totally different? I think it's a situation where it would have been a complete swap. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, they would both have the same upbringing and, you know, with the, within the missionary and the, in the, in the church. So it's wild. It's just, it's, it's funny. You're like, wow, this really could have been exactly. Yeah. It could have been completely. And, wow. and the, ch- and the church. Like, mm-hmm. No, 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 go ahead. No, I was going to say, and, and the, the church plays a role in the two set. Well, and then again in the three sets, because remember when Aaron was first given his name and somebody said, oh, what does it mean? And I was like, don't worry about it. We'll get there. Because I I knew that this was going to come up. And so then you have this theme of Aaron, who's Moses's brother, who maybe was never good enough. Right. Because like, how do you how do you live up to like, I think it was Charlie who was making a joke or maybe it was Claire. I don't remember saying like, oh, it must have been tough to live up to your brother. And and. So Aaron as the little brother living up to Moses, but then Echo is like, but Aaron is actually the one who spoke for him. And so then you have this theme of, you know, Aaron and Moses. I mean, it doesn't get any more church Bible than that, right? But Right. um, And then you have Echo and Yemi, and Echo being the older brother who, you know, is is the, the figure, the figurehead, like the Moses. And Yemi, who is the one who's always trying to be on the righteous path. And then versus Charlie and Liam. Liam is the older brother. He's the front man. He's, you know, but Charlie didn't live up to him. But still, in a sense, had to be the one who had his head on straight. And they were obviously religious because you see them in a church. Especially Charlie. Charlie was more so religious than his brother mm-hmm. was. I find that to, yes. For me to be such a heathen, this is a <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so speaking of Charlie. Oh no, go ahead. No, no, no I was going to say beer off. So finish. Like you just see this this overall theme with how the brothers the relationship between the brothers and how even in different circumstances it tends to be the same theme from older brother to younger brother absolutely it's, yeah well yeah it's all because yeah i mean there's slightly different stories but they're still the same story and talking about charlie when he's talking to Claire, that we know what's going on with Charlie and the statue. But it's it's funny, not funny, haha, but it's funny how addicts make the best liars. Because even though we we know what's really going on, we're still like, yo, that could be believed. You know what I mean? He's got a lot of practice. Right. I mean, it's not a a bad thought, right? Like, you're stranded on this island, there's monsters and polar bears, and you find a Virgin Mary statue, and you think might not be the worst thing to have around like what's the harm right you know is there a downside oh he was so smooth with it i was like oh 
I'm never trusting anybody. Well, I don't trust anyone to begin with, but still, but he was yeah. like, skills. Michael. Okay. So the other thing that I wanted to bring up, do you remember in the, in the last episode, I think it was the last episode when Locke was doing the crossword puzzle and there was some clue about like Gilgamesh. Yes. And, and we compared Locke and Echo. Correct. It was it was one of the last couple of episodes. Anyway, um, Echo comes face to face with the smoke monster. Who's the only other person who has done that and lived to tell about it? Mister Lock, my man Lock. Hi, Terry. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so there we go, um, seeing an, yet another similarity between these two characters in their in their belief in faith and fate. But even though Echo says, don't mistake coincidence for fate. Faith. So right. is that a message to us? Because here we are saying, oh, look, but the both of them and, you know, is that fate that they're both here on this island? And, you know, is that is that a message for us? Locke telling us it could be just a coincidence. It's not fate. I think... <sighs> Okay, this is the part of the show that drives me nutsy cuckoo. Because mm-hmm. one can find connections with anything, whether it's connection or not. And right. the show, like with like the show itself drives me fucking crazy because what are the odds that the fucking, that this dude, Dude, Echo's going on the same island, deserted, where his brother crashed. Like, come the fuck on, man. Like, some of this shit is just like, all right, all these coincidences, it, 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 there's something going, obviously, this is leading to a big, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Plot twist in this. Like it's just it does it's so nonsensical to me. It bothers me. So until like it pisses me off. I'm like, oh, come on, like what well, odds? So until I get to that plot twist in the series that explains all of it, I'm gonna be aggravated because it's like, come on. But that's yeah. And then him and the monster. I feel like the soap monster. I feel like. That's the monster. And I feel like when you meet the smoke monster, it's judging you. You're judging. I think it's yourself. I feel like it's not the smoke monster per se. It's not this extra. It's not a separate entity. I think it's like you judging yourself. I feel like it's not, like you at the Go, moment. Say that like, again. This the, the smoke, smoke monster. monster. It's not a. It's not like the island. It's not a separate entity. I feel like the smoke monster is you judging yourself it's like you're looking in the mirror you look at your soul you're looking at something like you're like you're meeting your fate you're talking, like, I feel like you're like it's like i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that the, the smoke monster left i don't know but i feel like it's not like i don't think it's an island per se judging you i think it's like when you're going to like meet your maker and you look at your life and you look at i think this is the lost version of you immediately look at yourself and look at your life and looking at interesting you are. Okay. I hate when you do that. 
I feel like I stepped into some shit and you're not telling me. <laughs> no, I just know that you hate when somebody says interesting. So I don't honestly, I don't even know what to because do with that theory of yours. So that I don't know how to respond. It was just so. Because when they say interesting, they're more like, see, my racist rants are right. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> if, if, you, if your name is beep, but not me. When I say interesting, no, it's, it's, because, it's because either A, that whatever you just said was a clusterfuck and I just don't know how to respond to it. <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't like want to give you, this. and I don't want to like, you know just engage further or B <laughs> you could be on the mark and I want to keep going. <laughs> I feel like it, in this situation, it's probably the former, but we can't let's go. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> do you want to do trivia? I feel, let me go through my, I think I said everything I, um, oh, we can still go over any notes, but I'll just start reading trivia. Oh, wait, okay, just one, just two things. When okay. Michael shot the, like, shot the, was it mayonnaise? I don't remember now. Ranch dressing. Ranch dressing. I knew it was a, a, a he was so proud himself it was endearing it was like oh he's like i did it i feel like yeah he was but the explorer moment as somebody who loves ranch dressing like what a waste man but you know what off topic but ranch dressing here is a huge thing in wisconsin mm-hmm. like they put ranch dressing on everything they're like oh got that side of ranch i'm like it's solid dressing um and i love what they would and his wife welcomed Anna Lucia. Like, that was heartfelt to me. The, by giving her the fish. Yeah. I was like, okay. yeah. Trivia! This episode ended nearly a year and a half of speculation about the nature of the monster when it finally made its first full appearance. Do we be answering? The speculation is giving you more speculation. But anyway. Well. Because oh, you actually saw, you actually saw right. what it was. Right. You when Echo, what? Not, not like yeah, that. Seen it before now? Not really. Oh. Like we saw okay. it. Um, okay. I think the only other time that we really saw it was in the season finale in one of the Exodus episodes when it was like um, going after Locke, I think. But maybe. But I think okay. that that was it. And it wasn't like this. When Echo's... This is, situation where I, this is another situation where I feel like something that I was just told, I feel like we've been told already. It's, it's just weird. I feel like I'm going to fuck high on myself. When Echo stares down the monster, many faces from his past are visible inside the smoke when freeze-framed. I mean, yeah. Okay. All of Echo's African flashbacks are shot with a yellow tinted lens to stim to simulate the dusty environment of Nigeria. 
Mm. Even though the line of the 20... Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say, I find that a lot of movies and TV shows, they use a yellow lens when they're have when they're either taping in Africa or when they, that the scene is in any country in Africa. I feel like a lot of movies use that yellow lens. Because everything is shot in Hawaii. So when they have to make it look like Korea or Africa, I guess they have to try to, you know, do different tricks. Uh, I know I lost the thing, but I feel like I was just, I don't know if I, I went kind of wonky, but I feel like a lot of movies, period, that just lost. They all no, do no, that. No, no, I understood what you meant. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I don't know if it went through or not. I just got a message that I had poor quality, so I don't know if you heard me. Um. Even though the line of the 23rd Psalm that Echo recites with Charlie is supposed to be the valley of the shadow of death, both clearly say the shadow of the valley of death. When the writers created this scene, they made that mistake, but upon reflection, believed that the error was appropriate as Echo was never a proper priest. So they fucked up and say it works anyway? Yep. <laughs> okay. So that goes back to my that goes back to my thought process about the whole fucking series. Nine times I'm sure a lot of this stuff is like a oops or oh it's a happy accident. At the end, when Charlie says, when Charlie asks Echo if he is a priest, and Echo says yes, why do you think he said yes? Oh, do you think because... it was because he signed because Yemi signed the papers, so technically yeah, he's a priest or. No. Was it something more? I think he felt it started. Okay, let's start off with he was raised in the Catholic religion, and through circumstances beyond his control, if that wasn't going to happen, he still. I think he had hopes to be to stay in the religion, whether become a priest or not. I think as a child, that I was still like his. Goal. I think I, I feel that that was something he wanted to do anyway. So this is an opportunity. To, I'm gonna re, I'm gonna go back to the life that I, I thought I could have had if I wasn't, you know, taken by the. I have, okay. Uh, I had a different take. Oh, uh, so I think so. So obviously he was confused as a priest before the island, and, and I think one can assume he lived as a priest for some time at least. You know. Maybe just to get out, but he that was his cover for at least some time. I don't know how long between the military and him landing, him crashing the island. Mm-hmm. I don't know what right. the time frame was for that. Um, so at least for one moment in history, he was a priest and he lived his life. Obviously, he lived his life since that moment because he said he stopped killing. Like this person that he killed on the island was a he hadn't. He promised not to kill anymore until that person on the island. He he did that forty days of, I can't think right. of the word. So like a penance. Right. So obviously there was some time where he kind of refound his religion and he lived as a priest. And I think this, him saying goodbye to his brother was, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do what I can do to be a man. Wasn't for you. I'm gonna be mm-hmm. the priest. I'm gonna. I'm a. I'm. I refound my religion. Be, be the man that I could have been, or you wanted to be, and that and that I lost. So this is me starting my whole new life again. So I think he just 
actually verbalized, yes, this is the new me. Yes, I'm a priest. So I know that took a lot of wording to say a simple thing, but yeah. I, I, I just, um, for me, it was a little simpler. I just felt like um, he wanted to honor Yemi. And oh, so <laughs> just, just because, um, okay, so no matter which way you look at it, whether it was because he found Yemi, maybe he thought that this was a sign and Yemi gave his life to save him. He can honor Yemi by carrying on what, what Yemi would have done because that was more honorable. And had he, and the same thing, like had he become a priest um, while still in Nigeria, it was still to honor Yemi because Yemi got in the plane to save his life. So you just said what I said in concise, accurate words. Perfect. <laughs> I'm back. I told you, call me Brooke today. Okay. Get it? Babbling Brooke? Yes. But it's in ching. The beechcraft that Locke and Boone found turned out to be carrying Echo's brother, Yemi. And Echo himself was supposed to be on it instead. That's so strange when you think about it like that. Like, they found the plane, and it should have been Echo in there. And he ends up, that's another, he ends up anyway. Like, finding the plane no. that he should have been on. This drives me crazy. And then Charlie protest that it was his brother's fault that he started taking heroin similarly that's mm -hmm. about the scene that i was i couldn't get the words he goes it's my it was his brother's fault mm -hmm. and echo looked at him like about him echo, and, so yeah that was it. and then it says um similarly we learned that echo's induction into a life of crime was a direct consequence of his brother's of his own brother's hesitation so like there is that little common thread where, for different reasons, both of them ended up having affiliation with drugs because of their brothers. Right. Charlie was doing it because of his brother, and Echo was selling it to save his brother's life, basically. I think, you know, yeah, he was doing it to save his brother's life. He also, it was also convenient for him, too. It was a win-win situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... I mean, I don't think, I, yeah, I think it was both situations because he went to his brother, like he wouldn't have to have, he wouldn't have to save his brother if he didn't go with him with, with the plan to begin with. He went to him because he, that was his plan to begin with, to help to his brother about? to help him. Echo went to his brother, went to Yemi for help with the missionaries to get the drugs No, off. but the I- The statues wasn't part of it yet. But like I was he, talking he about- He wouldn't have to help his brother. I was talking about when Yemi was a kid. Oh, 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 they, oh, oh, oh. I thought you he, meant with the drug. Yes. No, he stepped in to save Yemi because he, he probably figured, like, if he didn't do yeah. it, they would just kill him. Right. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. I, yeah, I was talking about mm -hmm. the whole, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The title, the 23rd Psalm, which is kind of obvious. Yeah. Um, And that's also the, the, what they recite, you know, in prayer. And I guess it's kind of like an overall encompassing theme because when you think about what was happening 
um, in his flashback, you know, with the whole, like, he went, what he went from a warlord to then trying to be righteous because now he has God. And then um, as they're on the island, I mean, this is, if this isn't the, the valley of the shadow of death, then I don't know what is because... I think you know. their whole, like, his whole life was the value of shadow of death. Like, his life, once the, 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 I don't want to say the rebels, but once they took him, his life was the value of the shadow right. Literally. <laughs> he and was the warlord of the value of the shadow of death. And it's like, once again, in Nigeria and then now on the island, it's like he has a second chance because of his faith. You know what I mean? Like he, God, you could you could look at it like that. Like God saved him because he became a priest. Even if it was only on paper, he became a priest and his life was saved. He didn't get on that plane and the military gave him the benefit of the doubt because he was dressed as a priest. And then he's starting to walk the righteous path as he sees it on the island and now he has come back he has found his brother he has found his brother and you know he lived like he lived he survived the plane crash he found his brother you know so i think that it's just kind of like his journey for lack of a better no that makes sense yeah perfect that's you know that's the perfect wording oh thanks oh you're welcome anything else on this episode, I think we covered it. Okay. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Stay tuned next week for the... Actually, if you haven't noticed already, we are trying to do a, uh, you know, quarantine, COVID, whatever you want to call it. And we've been releasing the episodes more often just because, you know, we don't... We don't really have a lot of other stuff to do. <laughs> but um, so the next time, so in a few days, um, it'll be the hunting party, which is a Jack episode. Any thoughts on that before we get into it? Um, no, I think I'm going to hold my thoughts until the next episode. I'll make you suffer. <laughs> the look she gave me was a total fuck you look. Yes, I love it. Love it. Because I'm thinking about the listeners who want to hear your crazy thoughts so that they can laugh when you're wrong. Oh, ouch. <laughs> I, th- I think the listeners are tired of hearing my, my rambling for this episode. <laughs> what do you want to learn about Jack? Anything that you want to learn? I want to know what happened with his wife. I so we're know still on that. Okay. Yeah, that's, all I think. that's the only thing about him that I kind of want to know about. Like, dude, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> Why do you? Why okay? Why does it have to be that he did something? Based on his character, not the character Jack, but based on his the character's personality and the the character's character traits. Um, I feel like I I feel like he did something. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so what do you? I don't like him. I don't like him. That's just that's it. It's purely biased opinion. Fine. Fine. He's always wrong. <laughs> if he did something, what did he do? I don't know. You think maybe he beat her? Yeah, no. I don't think it's anything that 
obvious. I think Jack is, I think his thing, he's more, has more subtle nuance with his bad traits. He's <laughs> fine. We're done. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so while you wait for the next episode, we'd appreciate if you could help us out by supporting the show. We can be found at patreon.com slash sasspod. And if that's not the right choice for you, you can connect with us on social media. You can email us or call us. And thank you so much for listening. Please don't drink and drive. You can rate, review, and subscribe to the show. That helps also. You can, you can show some love for our sponsors because that will help. And until next time, I'm Lisa. And I'm Agnes. And we are out of here. <laughs> <laughs>